This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to the program. It's the Wednesday edition of the show. Kelly McDonald here at the home studio, London, Ontario, wherever you are. Thanks for being with us. And look at the studio in Toronto, where it's a busy day over there. A lot of the staff hanging out uh, at some point today because there was food. That's yeah. really the reason. Ramya Muthan's back with us on the program this week. Welcome back. <laughs> well, yeah, I missed a lot of the busyness. I missed the food as well. Uh, and I'm here now for the show. For the remainder. You must be sick if you miss the food. I know. I had a brownie yeah. on the way in, though. Not a good idea, just by the way. Don't yeah, do that. No. Did you have your coffee, too? No. Okay, so that's Coffee-less good. Coffee-less and way. Nobody brownie. Don't go so wandering strange. Down. Don't go wandering down and get her that. That's all we need. We got Grant Hardy in here coming up in a moment <laughs> with serious good. business. We don't need hyper, uh, hyper Rumya. Rumya also has a guest who will be joining her in studio in a little right. while. We'll save that surprise for you. Just stick around. In the meanwhile, back to business. Grant Hardy joining us with headlines. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. Making the man work today, trying to spiral all sorts of stuff into these great conversations that he brings to us because he makes us think Grant Hardy joins us. We talk uh, all sorts of stuff, lifestyle, health, accessibility, dot, 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 and so much more. Welcome back from the Quote Studio, unquote. Ooh, I don't know if I can live up to that introduction. Grant Hardy talks about health and accessibility and more dot, 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 dot. (laughs) (sighs) I have to take a deep breath and calm my nerves after that. Hiring him out right off the top. (laughs) I need my coffee and chocolate now. Uh, (laughs) Hazelnut caramel brownie, yeah. Yes, exactly. Is that Uh, an actual type for real? That's what I had. Hazelnut caramel. caramel. Oh, you had a brownie, though. Brownie. Oh, okay. So yeah. I thought that was a, some type of bad coffee. Oh, that sounds delicious as a coffee also. <laughs> oh, man. That, yo, that would have you all, like, all over the wall, bouncing off. <laughs> right. Where are we starting, Mr. Hardy? I, Co- coffee-less I'm... Hardy? Oh, are you kidding me? I drink, like, five, five cups of coffee a day or something like that. <laughs> I know. It's um, like a, a third coffee <laughs> down, Hardy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I need it just to be normal. Uh, we're starting with the rollout of the TD Accessibility Adapter. This is a cool one, and it happened uh, a few months ago. Uh, One employee of TD actually mentioned that uh, it's uh, so true, too, that certain content on web pages, you know, those auto-playing videos, those intrusive ads, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, it's not just a nuisance. For some people, it can actually trigger seizures due to uh, the effects and the lighting that that causes so td released a free browser extension uh for chrome i believe that allows users to automatically personalize the uh every website that they use to make it more accessible uh so there are uh, a number of features that it has including being able to adjust the font sizes of websites and disable those auto-playing videos, which apparently for people has been super uh, helpful. 
um, I, I guess it was rolled out first to employees of TD, but then they decided to roll it out to the world. You can download it now for free. And what's really cool is that TD uh, has stated that it was just the right thing to do to make it free and available. We've all heard that. But they also mm -hmm. said it makes business sense, which I love this idea of accessibility making business sense, uh, because they say if you make websites and tools more accessible, it can actually assist with productivity and getting more people into the work and play. So check that out if you are visually impaired. Excellent. So, so <laughs> the thing that I'm thinking here, and when we hear the business case, and we always talk about business cases, what makes sense, you really think about how powerful things are. Years ago, it was, oh, well, if we could that one day when somebody can go in and maybe we find the right person knows how to do it or understands what the heck you're asking for, we can make the adjustments. But now there's so much being done and not just making a tweak for the low vision blind community. You're talking people here, if this can create seizures, the flash content that that's on a lot of these pages, and, and we've heard this for a long time, it's a matter of going in and making sweeping changes that don't seem so broad anymore. They seem almost like putting this on, taking care of that, doing that, making the adjustment here. And that is just tremendous, I think. And I, you're absolutely correct. I kind of under, undersold it there by uh, mentioning to check it out if you're visually impaired. I guess that's just programmed into me, that phrase. Uh, but yes, it is available for a, a wide variety of, of disabilities because of all the features it provides, like being able to adjust the uh, low or high saturation on web pages, see web pages in monochrome or dark mode. Uh, definitely not just for visually impaired people, uh, but for anyone who actually can feel ill looking at the really just very intrusive way that the web is often designed. Mm -hmm. Convoluted. Right, yeah. to call attention and make it look cute and everything like that for people who, oh, oh, all the bells and whistles it looks like just to mm -hmm. make you say, oh, th that's so nice. But, you know, again, TD, like so many of the banks, um, and we talk often about Google or we talk about Apple uh, on a different scale, of course, but their accessibility departments are really on these things now. Well, when Apple um, introduced reader mode, I believe is what it's actually called, yeah, to Safari. So. Yeah, yep. uh, that was great because it just takes out everything but the text that's available on a particular web page, right? Now, obviously, it's not ideal for every circumstance because it also gets rid of, you know, headings and radio buttons and all these other things. Uh, and sometimes content is not properly cleaned up on the web page itself so apple's asking you know is this part of a text or is this part of an ad let's just remove it uh, to be safe and then you're missing half the context but you know ideally we want every web page every developer to go through and understand um what accessibility is like but this extension kind of removes that i guess gap and you can deal for with sure. it yourself for and sure set it yourself. for sure mm -hmm. Hmm. Very exactly. interesting. And it's interesting, I, I, you guys, when you talk about the buttons and stuff like that with Apple, Rumi, because you do wonder at most cases when many of us would say, when do I need this on? When do I need it off? How, what, 80% of the time, 60% of the time I can utilize this? And I guess that, obviously that's a personal judgment, a personal right. call um, where you know, well, I'm not filling out anything. I don't care on this page. I'm just trying to read the content, but you don't want it to be where, yeah, okay, that's all you're doing. But because it's on, you miss something. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even with this, right, the creator, we talk about this all the time, how something spins into something bigger and accessibility becomes part of the conversation throughout uh, or somewhere along the way. And this was originally built for blue light filtering. And now how big this extension has gotten or how much more it can do for people. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because I've, I hear this argument sometimes, like, why would you, you know, block, uh, you know, ads? Like, why would you use an ad blocker? Don't you want people to get, you know, compensated for their work? But the counter argument for that is, you know, there's such a thing as reasonable ads on the oh, web page. Yeah. And I, I remember how it used to be designed. It was not a problem at all. You, you got your article, whatever, but you also saw ads. But now we're in these thing and i'm sure you've seen this too where uh you know for for a blind user it tries to sort of hide the text on the website mm -hmm. although you can still like kind of see it sometimes but you actually have to like interact like go into the ad and there'll be some sort of close button that you have to mm -hmm. hit it's not always yes. even labeled inaccessible and close button inaccessible yeah. or those videos that actually drown out the contents of your screen reader you have to the go audio. and pause yeah. it so i mean and it jumps this... around right your page will you'll exactly. find something you want to start reading and all of a sudden what pops up moves you moves your cursor exactly and the fact that mm -hmm. it can actually make people sick mm -hmm. yeah bravo for for td for taking a tool that was internal and making it accessible to everyone for free i, yeah. I like the um blue light re reference though that that's what they were originally working on interesting because we uh, talk a lot on the show about the blue light you don't have it near you disrupt your sleep so many other things very interesting that that's how this was born yeah absolutely interesting uh sir your next uh, item uh, folks, um, oh, what what is this word? Chat, 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 GPT. Hmm, I think Never I've heard, heard that somewhere it. before. <laughs> it's obscure um, by the sounds of it. Mm -hmm. Right, Ron? Um, yep. So uh, apparently, in the classroom, uh, people are actually facing a math crisis, especially in the USA, but I think in Canada a bit too, where people are just grossly like underperforming in math, science, and STEM, and people are wondering if it should be taught differently. Uh, so in, in, in an era where teachers are debating whether chat GPT should be banned or how it should be excluded, some, uh, some teachers are saying that artificial intelligence can serve as basically as a tutor giving a student who is struggling with a product uh, uh, problem immediate feedback so it can actually help the teacher plan math lessons or write math problems geared towards different levels of instructions and it can also help you examine code uh, and uh, indicate specific things in your work that are problematic. Uh, this is a really cool one for me because I know one thing that like I used to struggle with is you know, just the amount of material that was actually accessible to me, there were sometimes only a few questions that focused on specific areas or kinds of calculations. And what I really wanted is just to have an unlimited amount of questions so that I could make stupid mistakes and it's fine, just move on to a different question with different numbers, you know, try again, try something different until you finally get it. Now, obviously, punching this into a calculator and just getting the answer, I mean, no one really learns that way. But what I do love about this, uh, folks, is that 
uh, with ChatGPT, it can show you every step in the equation and show you where you went wrong or kind of go step by step through how to, how to do it. Mm -hmm. Because you're, again, prioritizing the learning process, right, Grant? Not Because I think when we're growing up and if we suck at a particular subject, especially something like math, but also in English, you know, grammar and things like that, you just chalk it up to like, oh, I don't have brains for math. I, I don't think I can do trigonometry or whatever and just leave it there. Uh, or, you know, the teacher sucks, so I don't know if I'll ever be good at math. But with things like this, with improvements to all the different um, techniques of learning, we can maybe break down even the way we process a bit more and then have that gay, feel like we can be better at the things that we thought we were terrible at. And obviously for people going through it for the first time, you know, kids who are learning particular math things now, they have this opportunity for assistance. Mm, for It'll sure. be interesting to see if AI can help Grant learn something the way Grant learns it, you know, yeah, as exactly. we teach and basically say, well, Grant learns it this way. Kelly, he, okay, let's move on to the next person. He won't learn it at all mm. or whatever when it comes to me. Like, again, it's, it's, it's nicer if we go through those efforts saying it's a school subject, it's, we we're going to keep keep it there instead of saying, well, it's just people just, you know, use calculators, use computers, use whatever, and give up on it because we're in an era now with stuff that might actually be able to, you are more of an auditory you know, learner, you better do better at reading, but how can chat GPT or whatever it's going to look like in AI yeah. world in six months yeah. or two years teach you? Or yeah, assist your every, learning. The, the way yeah, every, we grade. Everyone, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, everyone's had an experience with a tutor or teacher, right? Where it's like, how are you not getting this now? This is like the 10th time exactly. I've helped you this kind of thing. Now yeah. you have something where you can literally, for the millionth time, okay, where do I keep going wrong? How does this compare with previous mm. questions? And it will not And sometimes give up you have the teacher grant that can teach you, but no one knows how they get to you. They yeah. learn, they yeah. have an idea, and somehow yeah. they can communicate with you. Whereas now the chat GPT will give us the reasons and so we'll actually break down the reasons why we are or aren't getting something, but also the way we're grading is probably going to change as a result of this, right? We can't grade the way we you used bet. to. Mm -hmm. Good discussion. We should continue it next time for sure. Yeah, well, we'll uh, chat GPT will be here again in about five minutes probably. <laughs> anyway, Grant, pal, thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks. Grant Hardy out in Vancouver joining us. He's producer, reporter on our program. Always great to have him on Mondays and Wednesdays when we talk headlines. Coming up next, Rummy and I will return. Here's an interesting entertainment discussion ahead. The Actors Guild set Halloween costume rules for members. What rules might be in place? Corinne Van Dusen, she's here to explain in a moment. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.